Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. And I'm back. Good day. Disclaimer, we're babysitting the grand puppy, Norman, today. So at any point during this podcast recording, he could scamper up to my office and start barking. So just letting you know, he's a little bitty Yorkie poo, but he has a big old bark. So we'll see what happens. So happy to be here with you today so that we can visit about all things goals. But first, I would like to read this brief review. This is my very first ever review, and I'm excited to let you know what somebody from Norway had to say about the podcast. Yes, Norway. How cool is that? Reviews are the best way to ensure this little podcast on goal crafting with God as your co-pilot can reach more ladies like us, ladies who have a craving for showing up as their best self, as women who see a field and buy it, the kind of lady who knows God has a plan for her and who is courageous and strong and smart enough to see opportunity and grab it. That kind of lady. A Proverbs 31 lady. So here we go. This week's review is from, as I said, a listener in Norway. And she said, great show. Thank you for putting yourself out there for me to find you. Smiley face. I love your down to earth style and practical advice to setting and reaching goals. I also believe that we have the power inside through the Holy Spirit to make it snow on Christmas. Love it. Okay, so you have had to have listened to my, I think it was my second episode, where I shared the goal about making it snow on Christmas Eve. So, worth the listen. So yeah, first review. And to know it came from another continent, well, that's just special. God is so good. All the reviews are special, and I'll be reading one each week for as long as I have one to read. So thank you, each and every one of you who bless me by taking the time to pause and rate and review this message. If you have any suggestions to help me bring you even more relevant content, please send me a message at my email, monica at sharedgoalsconsulting.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at sharedgoalsconsulting.com. So let's dive into today's thoughts by first reviewing what we last talked about. Last week, we covered having an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset, as well as some of my favorite hacks for staying in a zone of abundance. It's funny, but so true that we teach what we need to learn. You feel me? By that, I mean with the state of our world as it is today, some days it seems hard to stay in the bubble. You know, the optimistic one. Me and my bubble were like besties. I avoid television as much as possible to stay in a positive frame of mind. But then there's this new thing, social media. 
And because I'm building this community online, this faith-filled and fun goal-setting community, it's unavoidable to show up on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So what I have to do is use tunnel vision because, oh my mercy, there is so much stuff filtering through. Some days I'm more successful than others. Can you relate at all? So teaching what we need to learn. Like I said, last week was all about abundance. Funny thing, last week the stock market was up and up and up. So it's so easy to speak abundance when that's the case from a financial standpoint. But this week, as I'm recording this podcast, it's very volatile. Big drops and big... um, rebounds. So it's been a bit trickier. There's, um, this year we're trying a new tactic in Casa Ludiki and it has its roots in protecting my hubby's peace of mind. Basically he turned over all the back and forth with his, with his 401k manager to me. And together we've got a goal to preserve and grow Leroy's account. Easy peasy, right? And not so right. It's mind-boggling how fast the numbers on the screen can change when new or disturbing information makes its way into the market. We, his his finance manager and I, do have a strategy in place, but yikers, the emotional fortitude it takes to zag when others zig and zig when others zag is eye-opening to me. All that to say, I found myself suddenly awake at 1.30 this morning and my mind went straight to the happenings and the conversations of the day just spent. And my heart started racing and my mind started spiraling and my desire for sleep was gone with the wind. I am an early morning person, but y'all, 1.30 is even early for me. God is good though, and I have learned through experience to review my own advice in times of struggle. What would I say to someone else in the same position, worrying and tossing and turning in the wee hours of the morning? Well, the first thing, give it to God. My mom and I talk about this all the time. She's a very light sleeper at this stage of her life. And when she wakes up for some reason, she generally has thoughts that cause anxiety. So she constantly has to just turn it over to God. And God has repeatedly reminded us in scripture that we are not to worry or to be anxious. So, That's the first thing. Next, got to keep the mind on prayer talk instead of the swirly worry talk. I have to think thoughts of peace, serenity, joy, and voice appreciation for these things in prayer to my Lord. Then next, if that worrisome thought spiral is still grabbing my solar plexus, then I got to reframe those thoughts with what-if scenarios like, what if... Leroy's account bounces back tomorrow to new height. What if we are making good, not bad decisions for him? What if money is not the most important thing right now, but instead this moment in bed beside my hubby who is peacefully sleeping, which BTW was the goal. Now, if all those tactics are employed and the enemy is still twisting thoughts for his purpose, not God's, then it's good to physically change states. In this case, getting out of bed and wandering the house for a few moments, appreciating the stillness, and then snuggling back into bed did the trick. Next time I opened my eyes, it was almost daybreak. And sure enough, my heart, my mind, and my spirit were calm as could be. And incidentally, so was the market. So 
Thanks for letting me share last week. And practically speaking, when the events of these times come at you and you find it difficult to stay optimistic or calm, maybe my story and application of my own hacks for abundance will serve you. Always start out with that deep breath. So this week, by the time you hear this, June will be nearing its end. And today we are going to talk about measure, measure, measure. So this week, by the time you hear this, June will be nearing its end. That means, my goal crafting sisters, that one half, yes, one half of our year, praise the Lord for small blessings, has expired. Now is the time for you to measure your goal progress against your stated goals set near the beginning of 2020. We measure so that we can celebrate so that we can evaluate, so that we can recalibrate, so that we can hold ourselves accountable to honor the desires of our hearts. In the business world, we always used to say, you can't manage what you don't measure. That's a truth bomb. Now you, my friend, may be one who frequently measures your success. Good on you, if so. I'm in that camp. I'm big on planning and writing out all the things to be done on a weekly basis to get to a successful conversion of my goals. Even so, being that granular can actually obscure the larger blessings that have occurred over a six-month or longer period. So let's go back to the beginning. If you set beginning-of-the-year goals, then let's see how the actions and thoughts that you've taken are aligned for progress. If you set faith goals, check in. Is God guiding, teaching, and loving on you in a way that you can see? Are you on track to complete the Bible studies you chose, the time spent in prayer? Do you see prayers that you have prayed for others being answered? You know, last year, all year long, in my goal journal, I also recorded specific prayers almost on a daily basis for various and sundry people and circumstances in my life. And it was so cool at the end of the year to go back and see all the prayers that I had written down that God had answered. It's really cool. So I do recommend that if you've not ever tried that with your prayer life. So family goals. If you set some for this year, how are they working out? Has COVID-19 helped or harmed your plans here? Chances are something so disastrous and disturbing in so many ways could still be a reason for your success in spending time with your family, right? It sure has been for me. As you know, the lockdown here in Houston and in Austin was one of the accelerators that caused me to make the changes in my life that I had been planning to make anyway a little bit later in the year. So COVID-19 has been horrible for some, but it has come with some silver linings. On to fitness goals. How do your measurements look there? Are you stronger, leaner, more limber? Is your endurance up? Are you spending more or less time in fitness activities? Is this good or not so good? When you look back to January 1, Are you pleased or not where you are today? I tell you what, in this area, I'm kind of disappointed in my measurements, not for lack of attention, but y'all, 59 has been harsh with my muscles and my tendons and ligaments. In my case, the spirit is so willing, but the flesh is freaking not cooperating. If you are listening and you're a personal trainer, we need to chat. Okay, what about measuring your financial goals? Is your career still on track? Is your work providing you with a creative outlet to contribute to the world in exchange for dollars? 
Have you been pleasantly surprised with your financial health this year? Have you been able to invest in yourself something that will bring you measurable results in your finances? Have you been able to set aside money for savings? Are you right side up on your tithe? When you look back six months and then look at where you are today, are you hitting your targets? Measure, 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 my people. In all these areas, faith, family, fitness, finances, and any other categories that you set goals for yourself. Don't not look if you have not spent as much time on these. Look and look deeply. Are you, first of all, celebrating any wins you've had this year so far? I sure hope so, my lady. For your measurements that are shy of the goal, ask yourself, why? Is it a lack of resources, education, commitment, or some other thing? Does the goal even still matter to you? If it does, do you have accountability through some form? Have you encountered roadblocks? Can you turn them into strategies to go further and faster towards your goal? I personally have a goal that I've been avoiding of late. This exercise has me helping myself see teaching what I need to learn again. I found through measuring my progress that there's little chance of completing it by the established due date. In thinking through it, I had to ask myself if it still matters as much as it did when I wrote it down. And did I feel the time invested in it would give me a return on effort? Well, it remains to be seen, but I did come to the conclusion that I need to give it a fair shot and honor my commitment to the best of my ability. So I'll update you probably towards the end of July with whether or not I successfully achieved that goal. I also, though, decided to give myself grace if it doesn't work out. Grace in goals, my dear, is a topic unto itself, but goals are not meant to enslave us. They're meant to serve us. Let me say that again. Your goals should not enslave you. They should serve you. Just as I'm attempting to serve you today by encouraging you, yes, you, to take stock of your goals. I want to thank you for listening, and I want to leave you with the encouragement to employ some active listening today. Don't just click on the next podcast in your feed, at least not yet. Stop and get still for a moment. This is one of those times when you need to be intentional. Pull out your goal notebook, or as soon as you get back from your run, or your drive, or your walk, or your exercise, pull out your goal workbook and take time to go back and ponder them. Measure yourself today against where you were in January. God created this world to expand and grow, and you, my dear, are part of this world. I'm sure you've done beautifully, and you're proud of the ways your talents have been showing up in this world, but measure them, would you? Course correct if need be. Take your next best step, and then do that again. On a podcast I listened to today, The gentleman who was speaking said that uh, he follows the rule of five with his goals. Every single day, he writes down the five steps that he needs to take that day to move him closer to accomplishing his goal. And he does this repeatedly until the goal is achieved. And he won't let himself go to bed at night until he's accomplished those five next steps. So I haven't actually tried that, but if you want to give it a whirl and let me know, how that goes, I would love to hear. So you can't manage what you can't measure. And actually you can measure just about everything if it's specific enough. You should be able to quickly wrap your mind around your past progress, your future steps, and everything in between. Side note, 
If that does not resonate with you, you may need to get a lot more specific with your plans and your tactics that you've crafted to achieve the goal. Goal setting is a wonderful way to experience all that God has for you. Measuring your progress helps calibrate your efforts among your goals, and it also can give you the prompting that you need to a life of prayer of gratitude to our Almighty Father for the progress you are making, or a prayer for guidance and direction and clarity on the next steps. Either way, measuring progress is just one more tool that we goal crafters can access when need be. Now, halfway through this year and in the first year, and what a doozy of this year it has been, of a new decade, is a prime time to measure. Learn me something about your progress. Reach out to me by my email, monica at sharedgoalsconsulting.com and tell me how you're doing. Let me know if I can encourage and support you. I read and reply to every single email still. And for you, keep this verse tucked away in your heart to reinforce your goal journey. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14. Lady, don't fret if you haven't reached one of your goals yet. Assess it, then leave the failures and the struggles behind and reach, stretch for what is ahead of you. Press on toward the goal. The prize, the ultimate prize in this life is to live in such a way as Christ himself did. And Jesus Christ knew his why, his goal. We are his why. His goal was to overcome sin and death, creating a path for us to eventually join him. We are part of his plan. So refresh your soul with that truth. June is almost over and July is on the horizon. And with that, a new beginning, the second act of 2020. Your goals can set the stage for these next six months to be magnificent and fulfilling. Remember, with God, all things are possible. So when you're ready, and I hope it's now, press on. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.